elevation, get it money, education, get it money, alignment, get it money, healing, get it money, hey, get it money, hey, hey, get it money, get it money, get it money, okay. All right, hello, hello, welcome. My name is Imani, the host of the Oasis 13. Welcome, welcome to this episode. And today I have the ladies from What the Is Going On podcast, okay? (laughs) And we are going to have a very exciting conversation about the disconnect or the... uh, uh, relationship, uh, their perspectives, however you want to play, however you want to say it, between African Americans and Africans, okay? And uh, I'm going to have each of you ladies introduce yourselves, tell us your background, and, you know, so we know where you're coming from when you're talking. So whoever would like to go first, or we're going to start with Abigail, then Samantha, then Seki, actually. Okay, cool. My name's Abigail. I'm one third of the What the Fuck is Going On podcast. I don't know if you're allowed to swear on your podcast. Sorry. (laughs) It's going on podcast. Um, Yeah, so I was born in the UK, born in Margate, but I am Nigerian. I do identify as Nigerian. When people ask me where you're from, I always say Nigerian. I never say I'm from the UK. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it is what it is. Oh, and thank you for having me. Samantha. Yes, and I'm Sam Samantha, whatever floats your boat. Um, I was born in Zimbabwe, but I was raised in the UK. But I do identify as Zimbabwean. I mean, they say you can take the girl out of Africa, but you can't take her the African from her. So yeah, I I recognize where that I go, but I am also British by nationality. So yeah. Hello, hello, hello. I am Seggy Lola, but everyone calls me Lola. And if we're close enough, you can call me Seggy. But um, yeah, I actually have a bit of a you know mixture in my background. So I was born in Nigeria, but I was raised in Ireland and I currently live in London right now. So in terms of what I identify ha- as, I definitely identify as Nigerian, I definitely identify as African. When you meet me, the first five minutes of meeting me, it's very clear and evident that I'm an African girl. <laughs> I can't even hide it. So I definitely identify as that. But I'm also of Irish nationality. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm a Nigerian girl that has a, a red passport, which is the Irish passport. So that's what I identify as. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, for making that clear. And um, if, it's, if this is your first time up here, um, I identify as african-american i was born in america and so but i also you know i'm african we're all african at the end of the day but i've never been to africa so there is all right so let's get into the relationship between Africans and African Americans because we know 
Hold on, we're gonna wait for this plane to go by. I'm not even gonna try to talk over it. So we know that there is a disconnect, um, or there can be a disconnect between Africans and African Americans. And, you know, there's a lot of, oh, she said, he said, you know, they say this, they think this about us. Um, and before we get into like why, you know, or where that comes from, I want to know what you, you know, first of all, you guys general thoughts about African-Americans as a whole, right? You can't really, you can't really say, oh, I think everybody, but as a whole, you know, and then, yeah, so let's start there, and then, yeah, and then I'll tell mine, yeah. Uh, can I, I, I personally feel like, I find the term African-American quite diverse, because most of African-Americans, they don't know where they originate from, we just assume that because you're Black, you're African-American, I kind of feel like maybe we should just stick to the term you're Black American or you're African, because mm -hmm. the term African American, we're assuming we you could be from the Caribbean and we're calling you African American and you're not. You're Africa. You're Africa. You're Afro American. So I don't know. I I just feel like the term itself is somewhat controversial because you're boxing the Black race into this one small box, mm -hmm. and most of you can never. Well, unless you do the ancestry like test, mm -hmm. it will tell you you're from Ghana, but. You don't know anybody in Ghana. Right. Like, you can't just turn up in Ghana and say, hi, my right. you know, I'm Ghanaian. So, like, I'm here, I'm home. So, I don't know. I just find the whole term, I just think the term itself should be abolished because most of African Americans, they actually will never be able to trace their ancestors. So, are you really actually African American? You Black American, and you guys should just embrace it. I feel like it's the way for white people to make you feel like you are the other you are not american whereas no you are american the africa side remove it and just stick to black american and let's keep the party moving because like i said majority of people who are black in america will never be able to trace their ancestors so are you really african when you don't even know where you're coming from oh already right hold on <laughs> she always looks she's the most peaceful looking one but she right i'm like oh that hurt a little bit okay <laughs> i mean i to me like i mean i don't i believe that everyone um who you know identifies themselves as african rightfully so even if you know your specific region or whatever welcome home everybody should be welcomed back i believe that we should all leave the white man's land for them enjoy it let's all go back i guess it's easier for me to say that because i have my ancestors i know where all my family's from mm -hmm. and i guess from the outside looking in I just, I wouldn't know what it feels like to be an American person that identifies as African-American, but don't, doesn't really know exactly where your lineage is. So it is, a, it is an interesting conversation. And I get Sam's point as, you know, you are, most people do believe that you are where you're born. Mm -hmm. Then it's British. When someone asks where I'm from, like I said earlier, is Nigerian. So, yeah, it's 
it's really hard to um, pin one point on this conversation, I think. Um, I actually agree with both of them in some ways. Where I agree with Sam is that I feel African-Americans, like, it is your land. You are American, period. You guys built this shit. So I'm so sorry if you don't curse on your podcast. No, you go, you go, you no go. they shouldn't try to put it <laughs> like, oh, your land is somewhere else. Your land is in that. Yeah, you're, you have, that's why, you know, I agree with Abby because yes, you do have land in Africa, but at this America is yours because mm-hmm. you guys built it. You guys, you are basically, this is all what you know and you've put your time, effort, like your whole family is into this. Mm-hmm. So I don't want like the white people in America to make you feel like you don't have a stake in your own land. Right. So that's why I agree with Sam. But also I agree with like, you know, if you do want to trace your background, you do want to trace, oh, where do my ancestors come from? You should definitely be able to, because, you know, go back to Africa and see where you come from and, you know, have a stake in that as well. So honestly, I just basically, I want the best of both worlds for you guys. So you can, Mm -hmm. you know, dip it in, dip out in whatever you want to do. But I think, um, I, I think it's different for us because I really don't feel like, you know you know maybe for black british people they can be like yeah i have a stake in this land i don't care for the british land mm-hmm. so <laughs> i care for the african land so you know when i you know i would be like oh my land is Af- is in africa or do you guys believe that this is your land sam and abby i'm not sure i don't believe like this is mine and i don't want it because maybe because my ancestors haven't been here my ancestors are in africa my grandmother right. There. My, you know my right. mother there everyone's there so I'm like okay that's my land I don't really claim this land but I don't know what mm-hmm. you guys maybe you guys do mm-hmm. wow oh my goodness I love all of y'all points and I love that because really all of y'all have different perspectives so that's what's beautiful about having multiple people up here is because you know so how you know so how some African-Americans feel is like you know, we don't know. Yes, we know we're all from Africa originally, right? But we don't know Africa. We we don't feel connected more than what we know about history. We don't have um, family, you know, like close, like um, recent relatives from there. So it's just like what we know. We've built our another whole culture which i don't like when some of them say we don't know because we have built a whole separate culture in america you know um so this uh, like american black culture is what we know so yes we can trace our roots back and um you know we can you know at the end of the day we're all from africa but it's very hard to feel connected when you're not aware of recent ancestors or you don't have family there then it's just like okay yeah like we cool like you know like I could get to know y'all or whatever but past that my people are in America and they're gonna be in America because this is where you know our roots are you know so I appreciate all you guys perspective on that and um yeah so I'm gonna say from as the only African-American here or identify as African-American, um, what, you know, that that is what some of African-Americans are nervous about is like, we, we're not gonna feel co- 
connected. Cut your finger. We not gonna feel connected. Um, um, you know, are you guys going to accept us? You know, all of that. So, would you would you got to say, Samantha? So I just remembered. So I actually came to America for an exchange program when I was right. in high school. And I remember like on the first day of school, we mm -hmm. went to, I was the only black girl coming from the UK. Like my whole school was like white middle class. And then I was the only black girl. So automatically I was paired up with the only other black girl on the exchange program, which was great because she had come to the UK first. So we already were really close and she was like mm -hmm. my little sister. But when I got to the school at lunchtime, I didn't realize like how you know when you watch the american movies you think it's like all made up these cliques and these popular groups but like i actually saw it in real life right and then she, so because she's african-american so uh -huh. she was with the cheerleaders and african-american girls obviously i'm african and she's like oh yeah sam do you want me to take you to hang out with the african girls Hold on. So, like, it, I kind of felt like African Americans somewhat look down on Africans, which is for me a little problematic because if you guys claim that you are African American, you should see yourself as one of them. But I noticed that there was a divide that you guys don't see each other, and African and Africans didn't accept them as well because they were just like, "Oh, you're American." Mm -hmm. So already within like the black community, we're right. not like, we're not one because you guys are better than the Africans and the Africans don't want to be associated with the African-Americans. So it's very hard to now bring the two together and say, oh, you know, we'll welcome you to come to Africa when right. you can't even do that in America. So exactly. I found that really, really interesting how even lunchtime, like, the African girls were there and they were dressed in their canton, repping Africa, but then the American girls were there just doing their own thing. It was quite interesting. And I found that like really, the race divide in America is very, very fascinating. No, mm -hmm. I honestly, um, I think there's a reason for that. I mm -hmm. think a lot of, you know, speaking to some African-Americans, well, the two people I know, they don't teach a lot of African history. There's just as ignorant as they're, sorry, ignorant is such a harsh word to use, but yes, you're just as yeah. ignorant as like your white counterparts, like the white people, because they don't know. So when they think of Africans, they think of, oh, we're in our hearts, we live in the middle of nowhere, which is not the case whatsoever. I feel like if African-Americans were more educated, and which is your government, your school system, that's like your whole country's problem for not teaching you about your own history, I feel like if you know more about your history, you'll be able to relate a bit more and also be able to, you know, not be like, oh, oh, I'm better than Africans or Africans. I think there'll be more unity if you know more. Whereas I believe that African school system teaches us about American history. I was reading about Martin Luther King and the civil rights movement from Ireland, from my little small town in Ireland. They made sure, I feel, and even in Nigeria, in schools in Nigeria, they teach us African, um, African American history. So I think that you guys just need to learn more about African history so we can all be on the same level, I think. That's my opinion. Ever you guys? Yeah, what I wanted to add was, you know, you said earlier that you've never been to um, Africa at all, like completely, no, not even, yeah, but like even as a holiday destination, like that never came across your mind. Do you travel loads to other kind of places? 
they don't i think i honestly think it just comes back to them no like if they're telling you that this place is a hot do you want to go there for summer vacation if they're telling you i definitely well i know for me personally i want to go to africa i just haven't been yet i haven't traveled that many places the first place i did travel was asia and that's because it was easier as far as i was working there and i was an english teacher and that's it's just very easy to get set up as an english teacher there so that was the first place that I traveled. But I, I do want to travel to Africa. It just hasn't happened yet. Okay, yeah. Because, I mean, there's other ways to, you know, understand Africa and other ways to, whether or not you do that, Ancestry.com or whatever, and you know that you want to em- embrace your African heritage, mm-hmm. even though you don't know which one it is, explore them all. Enjoy yeah. them all. Go to, like, anyone that you see fit. To me, I would, if I didn't know where I was from, I'd probably go on the internet, see which one I resemble the most and start a, a blog about it. Let me hit up Nigeria. Let me hit up Ghana. Let me hit up Zimbabwe. Let me hit up, do you know what I mean? Everywhere and just embrace it because not only is Africa a place where we can call home, but we should be pouring our coins there. Like we're every, I feel like Americans are so quick to want to go to Europe. They're so quick to want to go to other destinations. But when it comes to Africa, it's like, oh, if it's not South Africa for the safari and the giraffes, then nobody really wants to go anywhere else and it's like it's such a beautiful place to explore i obviously haven't even been everywhere but i'd like to you know pour all my coins and go in zambia and and see never go if it wasn't for the fact that it's a holiday mm-hmm. yeah yeah um all right, so I want to answer what 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 all of y'all just said. Okay, so um, I do agree, Seki, that we need to be taught our African history because it's definitely not taught like as a mainstream in the schools. And for again, for us to like know that, we have to do our own research, you know, and um you know, we have to be interested in that because we can, they do make it seem like try to disconnect us so much from each other and try to make it seem, just try to bridge a gap between us all, like not just Africans and African Americans, but everybody in the African diaspora. Hello? All right. So basically, yeah, we do need to be taught more African history in the schools because they don't, it's not a mainstream thing. So for us to get into that, we have to do our own research, right? And that's how we can, you know, like you said, Segi, how we can bridge that gap that is between us, you know? And also, um, also, let's talk about, like, how the gap comes. Like, do you think it's because of us or because of the media? Like, how do you... And let's be honest about, you know, our communities and what is portrayed from us and then what's portrayed from the media. So whose fault do you think it is that we have a disconnect? I mean, like one example, coming to America is a really popular, you know, African-American produced film. But Mm -hmm. I feel like that's how African-Americans view Africa. And it's not anything like, you know, coming to America. So I feel like 
a lot of it perhaps has to do with the way movies have portrayed Africa. So people don't necessarily know what is going on. Um, yeah, it's a tricky one. Like I said, I don't really know where, like you for your, for instance, what, like your thoughts on Africa, what are they based on? What do you watch and how, what are your thoughts on Africa based on what you see? Well, the only reason that I have a different perspective is because I do my own research. But if I didn't actually research and was like interested in it, yeah, it would be based off of media, which is not a good representation, which makes it seem like, you know, Africa is a poor country, which makes it seem like um, it's a it's a, like a third world country, which makes it seem like um, Africa. I know that now I know that like Africans would try to like um, scam you um yeah those are those are common i would say common per perceptions if you don't do your own research you would you would probably think that that's interesting where do you get that from like wh where are your perspectives what are they based on um i'm not gonna lie my parents are very ignorant <laughs> They are very ignorant. And so uh, they will say things sometimes. And um, again, media, like mainstream media. Um, and yeah, I mean, I went to, I went to a HBC, an HBCU and um, it gives you a different perspective because, you know, it's, people from everywhere, you know, mo mostly black people from everywhere. And, you know, and there were a lot of Africans there too. And like, um, but it's, it's again, it's such a divide because it's like the Africans has their own group, you know, they with the Africans and then they really don't understand. We really don't understand each other. We still not really, you know, unless you, unless you again, take the time to yourself to try to figure out that you're just going to have the same type of mindset. I think um, another thing I just wanted to ask was, you know, I've never been to America, so I don't really know, but what do you think um, it would take to kind of bridge the gap between Africans and African-Americans? Yeah, definitely. So um, again, we have to do our own research that's the only thing we got to do our own research. And then like us having this conversation right now is helpful because we don't know, you know, we don't know what each other thinks. We kind of just listening to, Oh, you know, they think this about us or, you know, they don't really like us like that. Or, you know, if we go over there, you know, it's just a, a back and forth, like he say, she say thing. So we just have to talk to each other because unless we're going to be, you know, and I think our generation is a little bit more open-minded because I think I can speak for my parents' generation. They, you know, they're, they're very like, they're ignorant on a lot of stuff and they have their mindset about a lot of things and that's what they think. And that automatically goes down to the child unless, you know, you do take it upon yourself. So it's just us talking to each other, trying to change the narrative. And I also feel like Black Lives Matter has helped make more Africans, African-Americans want to explore other places to live. 
I kind of feel like maybe the older generations, they were kind of content with the treatment they were getting. But I feel like this generation, millennials are tired of, you know, black men being shot. They're tired of black women being abused. So I think Black Lives Matter has helped more um, African-Americans want to actually look at other options. And I've seen a lot. I've seen a few um, YouTubers actually say, actually, I'm packing my bags and moving, you know, to an upcoming African country. And a lot of people love it when they get there. So I feel like I think it's more prevalent now simply because of the political um, warfare in America and people just being tired of being treated like the way they've been treated. And also the thing I was going to say, maybe to any um, African-Americans listening to this podcast, we actually have a lot more in common that you would think. Because number one, I know something for the black community in the world, respect is such a big thing, respecting your elders, respecting your parents, and also this thing of like community. And that's one thing that, you know, um, Africans have, that's our whole our old thing is a sense of community and also respect. And I feel like if we just like talk to each other or try to bridge that gap, you would see that we actually have the exact same background, the same thinking, like it's so similar. So, mm-hmm. and also I, you know, you know, you have to educate yourself. I know you're hearing, oh, Africans are this, African scammers, African or blah, blah, blah. At the, at the same time, why is there a divide? Like we are, we're the same skin color. Like I'm not understanding. And I feel like maybe in the black community, even I've, you know, we have this light skin versus dark skin. There's always such a divide in our community. And I don't understand why, like, and the divide in our community is also only making white people stronger. You know, they use that against us. Like, look, they don't even get along in their own community. No, we should be sticking with each other. And also with Black Lives Matter, when that, you know, I just saw that Derek Chauvin, by the way, guys, I just saw on Twitter, he, um, yeah, he's going to jail. He's guilty. Anyway, so <laughs> that's right. just a pop up on my phone. But anyway, when you guys, you know, when the Black Lives Matter thing happened, Africa stood up for you guys. Did you know that there were protests in Nigeria? Big, big protests. And in Nigeria, we can't protest like you guys. When we protest, our police literally will hit people, literally will fight back. So African communities in Africa, that they know that their government does not allow protests. We're protesting on your behalf and getting beat up by their local police while trying to fight for you. So I think, and I don't think your media covered that at all. There were plenty of countries in Africa, South Africa, Nigeria, and Ghana, Zimbabwe, and those are the ones that I, you know, know of because I saw it. They were all standing up for you guys, regardless of what the consequences was going to be for them. So I think you just, or maybe your media needs to portray that more. That at the end of the day, we are the same people. We're always, you know, ride or die. We're always going to ride for you, and we just hope that you guys would ride for us in the same way. And I saw that. Um, did you know about the end SARS thing? I, I saw did. A lot of- mm-hmm. Yeah, and SARS, which was police brutality in Nigeria. I saw a lot of black Americans and I was so proud because I was like, yes, this is what we need. We need more unity in our community. For the NSARS, a lot. Beyonce, all your, you know, celebrities, even, I don't know, T-Pain, all of them were tweeting being like NSARS in Nigeria. And I think we need that more because only when we come together is when there will be change. 
um, you know, Black Lives Matter, because that ran throughout the world, especially in Black communities around the world, it gathered much attention. So I just think that it's when we come together that we can, you know, make change and let there be unity. All this, oh, they don't like me, they don't like me. No, literally, if you put a Black, you know, African-American mother and an African mother together, they, 95% of what they're going to say is going to be the exact same thing. It's literally, I, I can't stress how similar, like church, God, community and respect is like the biggest things to Africa and I've noticed is the biggest things to African American as well. Sorry. Right. Sorry for the <laughs> <laughs> No, like I mean we know it's a tool. I mean it's a tool. That's what they that's what they want, right? They want us all to be separated all of us like but like you said not even you know right now we're just talking about African Americans and Africans but all of us in the African diaspora if we came together man it would be so freaking phenomenal like we have so much power am i frozen right now can y'all hear me yeah we can hear yeah, you. yeah yeah okay okay just make sure so yeah we have so much power and if if we all came together it would be so beautiful but yeah like you said the media portrays it in a way to try to make it to try to to try to separate us from one another and you know the reality of it is we're not all going to ever be like yeah we have like the same um we have the same was it morals or the same the same grounding things which is god family you know community that's what grounds us but we have all we're all separated as far as when you get into little stuff as far as like culture slang all of that different stuff you know it's different so we're not, we're not all going to be the same. We're not going to agree on what kind of food is, tastes best, you know, all of that type of stuff. But that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, you know. So I thank you, ladies, for coming up here. Um, and again, like I said, I think we are the generation to make to start making that change. You know, like we are trying we're starting to figure out, you know, not listen to what they say. Like these platforms, these podcasts, these YouTubes that we have are so beneficial for us because we get to tell our own stories and we get to say it how we want it and they're not controlling it anymore. So I really, uh, really appreciate that. And if y'all could say, if y'all could say something to African-Americans about, um, how Africans feel or if they feel like maybe Africans wouldn't accept them, what would y'all, what would y'all say to African-Americans? Um, I think you just need to go in there open-minded and just forget everything that you've been told about Africans. So like what Abigail said, I think the best way don't necessarily go to like the, the just randomly pop up to the you know the african say hey you know my brother i want to be one of you or start speaking like african slang because you also need to understand that i hate this boxing because africa is a huge continent right right, right. so there's a difference between the kenyans the nigerians the zimbabweans so automatically you can't just assume that i'm nigerian because the, that's the most popular i think nigeria is the most popular african country so you mm. might assume that i'm nigerian so you come and see something that you've seen in a nigerian movie and i am from south africa and i'm looking at you like 
what are you saying? So I think you just have to be open-minded. And I think the best way is to travel. African tourism is absolutely incredible. We don't have mud huts. We have, you know, a lot of white people actually go to Africa because they love it so much. I think the best way, book a holiday and just go and see it for yourself and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to add to Sam's point. I think conversations like this and not just speaking about it and complaining about the past and saying, oh, you know, we're so divided. Let's actually make some change. Let's actually do something because we can have conversations like this till the cows come home. We could talk about yeah. the, div- the division from now till next year till our kids are born. And, you know, nothing will change if we don't actually step up and and do something about it and you know just integrate it's not hard we integrate with every other race absolutely fine so you know you don't have any problems with the white man we don't have any problems with Indian people we don't have any problems with any other race we find it awkward when we see an African person if we're African-American and vice versa why is that like it's just I just think we should just forget about whatever the divide is and just get on with it let's just keep getting on with it Yeah, and I feel like, you know, just as a person, like learning about different cultures, learning about everything just makes you a better person, makes you a more enlightened person. And, you know, I feel like, you know, due to our education system in the UK and in Ireland, they open our eyes to all sorts of things. you know cultures like they teach us like even we have a subject called religion and we're you know i'm christian but i remember as a kid i was talking i was taught about the jewish religion the muslim religion just so that i have oh you know you know have a good grasp on what is going on in the world and i feel like you know if your education system is not built that way you have to take it upon yourself and as as an adult to be like okay i want to learn about this i want to know more about this and it honestly it just makes you just a better and more enlightened person when you know not just african but when you know shit about the world man <laughs> you get what i mean so yeah just please do your research you know you know talk to africans i don't know why there's no reason to be scared of africans i don't know i'm nigerian anyway i think nigerians are the most silly people on this world they're just so like unserious and like funny and all of that that's my opinion because i'm nigerian so there's no need to be like oh i don't think they'll like me no nine out of ten they just they want to drink with you okay come with all right. drink all right <laughs> all right but is it but is there is y'all older culture um how do y'all older culture feel about african-americans is this the new wave of africans who who feel about that or how do the older culture feel about african-americans what's their what's their uh, ideas i think our most of our parents as long as you're not like from the caribbean they just see you as black they don't really like as long yeah like even if you brought somebody home they just they just see blackness i feel like i feel society is the one that's given us all these labels to divide us mm-hmm. but I, my mom just looks at everybody as black, to be quite honest. So once you say, oh, mom, they're African, they're black. I've never had, like, my mom, if you just say my friend's black, my mom is fine with it. Even if I was mm-hmm. going to say favors, my mom be like, oh, is it black? Is the friend black or white? I say, oh, my friend's black. Go, go, go. If right. I said my friend was white, she'd be like, uh, no, not happening. But for the mm-hmm. most part, she didn't ask, are they American? Are they Nigerian? As long as they were black, it's okay. Because they know that in, the, that in their home, they're most likely going to have the same morals and values that we do. So that she knows that I'm not going to be doing anything naughty there because she knows that the mom there 
most likely, not all the time, of course, mm. will have the same rules as she has. So she knows that I'm in a safe environment. Right. But yeah, I don't think they, they care. I think it's our generation. We, we care too much about clout and, you know, fitting in and being mm. in. Our parents are hustlers. They came to the UK to work. They didn't care where you come from. Like, that's right. the last thing on their mind. Right, right, right. My, my mom is the same, like, you know, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it, but like, they're common enemy. It's not enemy, but the, you know, it's the white person. They don't care. As long as you're not white. Right, right, right. No, what, not when Becky's giving her a hard time at work. She ain't got, like, you know, if right. you're black, my mom doesn't really care either. Like, as long as your, you know, your skin color is black. She's like, yeah, cool, dope, let's move on. She doesn't really, I don't even think she has the brain power to be breaking it down and to be like, oh yeah, this region, that region. I feel like that is more of an American thing, if I'm being honest. Like, you guys like to like, oh, they're this from this, no. Are they black? Yeah, cool, go on. <laughs> That's the mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. all right so i guess the thing well i would ask if you guys can have more understanding to african-americans when we do have those thoughts like that because it's a whole systematic thing so we have to we have to constantly like get ourselves out of that thought of trying to separate you know ourselves oh, oh you this you that you from here you from there you know so if you, you know, if you come across an African-American and they, and you can see that they just understand, you know, why and try not to be like, you know, um, you know, like that. Just, just try to. I think too much into it. I, I think you guys are, are overcomplicating. It's going on a first date. You guys are thinking about it too much. And I think that's why it's awkward. Let's just go in there. Be genuine. We do. I think people understand that there's difference in culture. So mm-hmm. if you need someone to explain, you know, like, oh, why do you guys wear gele or what's your favorite food? Like, right. some more than happy to explain. But I just think you guys are thinking too much into the whole thing. Like, it's really not that deep because at the end of the day, we gain nothing from you wanting to be African because I'm still African. Whether you want to be African, that's your own business. But like, so I feel like you're thinking about it too much. Just just embrace it go with the flow and yeah it should be fine i even like this friendship group the first time we met we never said oh where are you from in africa like i feel like mm-hmm. that wasn't even a conversation mm-hmm. so like i don't know the tenth time we met up because we automatically thought girl you black you black too right, 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 like, right. it was the skin color that brought us together it wasn't the oh where is your mother from in africa like <laughs> you know me and abby are from nigeria we're from like we're from two different tribes. Her mom's from a different tribe. My mom's from a tribe. Sam is from a different country in Africa. But mm-hmm. we never, that is never ever conversation because at the end of the day, and we all have different cultures, like we do things differently. Right. But conversation of like, oh girl, you do this different. No, it's just like, girl, you black, I'm black too. Let's drink together. Period. Mm-hmm. That was the end of the conversation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We trying to get there, you know. We trying to get better. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is where we start by having these conversations and understanding that, you know, it's no, hey, it's love. We just got to talk to each other, get past that barrier. So I thank you, ladies, for coming up here. Thank you very much. Thank you. And please tell, oh, wait, wait, tell us where your podcast, you know, tell us what y'all be talking about. Yes, Yes. <laughs> uh, we are the ladies of what the fuck is going on. The flyest 
podcast and the best podcast in the whole of UK. Okay, period. And um, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at what the fuck is going on. Yes, you actually type out the words fuck because we're, <laughs> bad. we're bad bitches. Who are we scared of? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, uh, love it, love it, love it, love it. Good fun. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, ladies. Thank you, thank you so much. Great conversation, and y'all have a wonderful day. And please remember, thank you. Yes, please remember that your refuge is in yourself healing. So heal yourself to find your refuge. Okay, peace. Thank you. Thank you so much.